Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. For Wednesday, November the 2nd, I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're taking a look at some leading economic indicators that might give us some clues as to what's happening in our economy ahead of the Federal Reserve's meeting this week. I'm a huge believer in the law of supply and demand. In a world of short-term business visibility, just-in-time manufacturing, it's difficult to see supply gluts until they're almost upon you. Supply gluts can happen quickly, and before you know it, you have an excess of inventory. Sometimes the opposite can happen too. We saw shortages appear during the pandemic. These long supply chains can be fragile. China's zero-COVID policy is certainly continuing to create disruptions in supply chains. Now, the third and the fourth quarter are a time when traditionally goods are being shipped from Asia to the U.S. in preparation for the busy holiday season. If there was ever a time when shipping from Asia would see peak demand, it's in Q3 and early Q4. But this year, retailers are sitting on too much inventory across the board. Rising interest rates make inventory reduction a business imperative. And they're trying to manage those costs by blowing out things on sale and by pushing inventory back into the wholesale channel. Well, this year, the peak in container shipping didn't happen. It didn't happen at all. We heard about how there's chronic supply chain problems for most of the past two years. And the congestion at the Port of Los Angeles and Long Beach have made headlines for months. Well, the composite index for shipping containers decreased by 7% this past week, the 35th consecutive weekly decrease. It's dropped 67% when compared with the same week last year. Drury has their composite index for container costs, and it's currently at $3,145 for a 40-foot container, now 70% below the peak of over $10,000 reached in September of 2021. It's also 16% lower than the five-year average of $3,747, indicating a return to more normal prices. Now, the current price is still a little bit above the average 2019 pre-pandemic rates. The Shanghai to Los Angeles shipping cost is now $2,412 for a 40-foot container. That's down 78% from this time last year. Last year, we didn't have enough ships. This year, we have too many. Well, in truth, last year, we actually had more than enough ships. The ships were never the constraint. Ships were sitting at anchor for weeks, waiting for berths in congested ports like Long Beach and Los Angeles that had logistics problems. So you can conclude that whatever supply chain excuse you're getting from your supplier is probably an old story. In fact, we're seeing lead times get shorter for construction materials across the board. The drop in price is also influenced to a small degree by the drop in bunker oil, which is used to power container ships. Back in 2016, the folks at Lowe's Home Improvement Store had under $10 billion in inventory. And that number has grown steadily, where today they have just under $20 billion in inventory. In the second quarter, that number was above $20 billion. Lowe's and many other retailers are sitting on far too much inventory. That's a result of building inventory during the pandemic as a response to supply chain shortages. Now, we're going to see another shipping crisis this winter, but it's not at sea. It's going to be over land. There's a shortage of diesel in the United States. In fact, heavy oils, which make up the distillates, including jet fuel, diesel, and heating oil, primarily come from places like Saudi Arabia and Canada. The U.S. shale oil is a light, sweet crude that doesn't make very much diesel. Diesel is the fuel of commerce, of industry, of transportation, and heavy equipment. In fact, diesel levels have never been this low since the EIA started reporting data in 1982. There's four main reasons why we have a diesel shortage this year. Number one, 
Demand for diesel generally spikes at this time of year. That's normal seasonal demand. Number two, following the summer driving season and before the winter heating season, refineries go through planned maintenance, which reduces refinery capacity, and we're certainly going through that. Number three, nearly a decade of reduced investment in the oil industries caused major oil companies to seek even greater efficiencies. They've closed a number of less profitable refineries, and that's reduced overall refining capacity in the United States. It's an issue of product mix. Those refineries have favored gasoline over some of the heavier oils that are seen perhaps as more of a legacy product. So we actually have an imbalance in our refinery capacity. And number four, the U.S. has reduced imports of petroleum products by about 700,000 barrels a day since the start of the war in the Ukraine. They've reduced the amount coming from Russia, of course, and even reduced some of the amount of oil coming from the Middle East. To make up for that shortage, the U.S. government has been drawing down the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. There's currently 401 million barrels in the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. That's down from 656 million barrels in the summer of 2021. A year ago at this time, there were 32 million barrels of diesel in inventory. At the peak of the pandemic, when the tanks were full, the U.S. had nearly 60 million barrels of diesel, and today there's under 14 million barrels of diesel in the nation. We've got 2 million truckers in the U.S., and about 400,000 of them are independent truckers. These folks get paid by the mile. They don't get paid on an hourly basis. Their rates are set in advance, and we're now seeing diesel prices well above the price of gasoline. This is a reflection of supply and demand, and it's about to get worse as supply and demand forces take hold. In fact, I predict that as both retailers and wholesalers work to cut costs and move inventory, we're going to see a crisis in the trucking industry. We're going to see falling revenues and rising fuel costs. We can expect to see numerous bankruptcies in the trucking industry over the next six to nine months. None of this reflects a healthy economy. This reflects an economy in recession. Yet somehow the narrative is that our economy grew 2.6% last quarter. Your business posture should be one of preparing for economic recession. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.